and welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast, coming to everything there's no in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter, but we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. Follow the show at HEFpod. Like the show on Facebook. That is facebook.com slash HEFpod. A new episode drops. English news relating to the Eintracht and so much more can be found there. You can also email the show if you choose to do so along that platform. That is heyeintrachtfrankfurt at gmail.com. Don't do this show alone. So once again, Nathan in St. Louis joins me to uh, recap everything that is Eintracht versus uh, Bruce Munch and Gladbeck. Hello, Nathan. Hey, Brian. Um... <laughs> uh, well, now that we're on speaking terms after that whipping that your hockey team did to my hockey team, <laughs> and uh, less said about that, the better. And I interact ver- having a weird-looking game against Borussia Mönchengladbach. <sighs> Thursday is coming up right quick and fast. Man, mm-hmm. this is kind of crazy times that we do live in. We have Eintracht playing match after match after match, and, you know, we're doing double duties. It's an yeah. exciting time at he- Hey Eintracht Frankfurt as we cover Eintracht Frankfurt! Eins! Eins. And Gladbach. Ein. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's put it this way, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the starting lineup was a little bit uh, uh, stronger than I was expecting to be playing against Gladbach, knowing that uh, the second leg for Thursday... For the Europe League, uh, round of 32, second leg was going to be going up against Shakhtar Donetsk. Mm-hmm. Eintracht Frankfurt still looked an extremely dangerous team, had good moments, did not really look as out of their depth as some people were saying, because I still thought that, you know, uh, despite some... I mean, look, they were able to win duels. They were able to win tackles. I mean... <sighs> Ah, well. <laughs> Look, it happens. Uh, we picked up a couple of yellow cards. Made me think uh, back mm-hmm. to the days of uh, Nikol Kovac being in charge. But <laughs> you know, what what you're going to do at that point? Um, so yeah, we'll kind of get down to it. Uh, surprising uh, changes that I did see. I was thinking that uh, Rebic would be saved for the Europa League and leave Jovic up there. Instead, it was Rebic and Alea. Uh, up at the top kind of surprised that fernandez was left in his role uh he did Mm -hmm. look pretty decent uh on the day until he had to go off uh injured which sucks just a little bit but you know what you're gonna do you know players look players get hurt uh so willems came on and uh yeah we threw on paciencia good to see someone else coming off the bench but Defense looks shaky. Look, yeah, Bruce Mönchengladbach, uh, that's what they knew that they would have to attack, and they attacked us multiple times. Hinterreger looked to me the better of our three in the central defense of the Indica and Hasebe. Not that Hasebe can be fully blamed. It's like, hey, look, he ain't got the body and the legs to be able to be doing everything out there and be that one-man wrecking crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, can't do it. So Kasinovic not exactly seemed to be a non-participant, and De Guzman, uh, we thought that uh, 
putting him out there would basically be, I don't know, for lack of better phrasing, unleash the beast. You know, his passing abilities have been so good this uh, during the Hinrunda. Now the Rook Runda has happened, and he has apparently forgotten how to play with his little brother. Uh, no, excuse <laughs> me, older brother uh, in this case. <laughs> what did you see out there from the Eintracht in terms of the what they put out on the table? Because for me, I still thought on the wings, we still look yeah. the better team, and it's just we didn't uh, punch through. Yeah, uh, it's a frustrating place i i expected i hoped that de guzban would start because um, i've missed him of late i think he's a a good stabilizing presence in the midfield um as uh as for rabich and jovic and alaire um i wasn't expecting like you that they would start the three of them and uh gachinovich gets the start there um it's kind of uh, usually. I mean, at the beginning of the season, it was Gacinovic and Alaire that were the magic du- the magic duo that were uh, capitalizing on some magic, or some some chemistry there. And I was hoping to see a spark there. Um, go back to Fernandez for a second. Uh, with Rhoda out, he's kind of locked in that role. He has. I mean, before we had Rhoda, he was in this role of this defensive midfielder, and to have him come out early and be injured could spell some questions for that midfield position now. I don't know if Yetcho or Williams can fill that role full-time. We'll have to see how they, how Hutter deals with that. Um, but I, uh, going back to what you said about the, the wings, um, I, I thought DaCosta was pretty um, effective in this game and Kostic to a degree, but I feel like... What I noticed in this game more than the last is that we are more of a back four than than people lead on with Kostic coming in to help Njika out in that back back area a lot. He comes out he he he's almost playing a sweeper role between Njika and Hasebe a lot, which weakens his ability to kick up the field as much as we could in the past. Um so it was something I noticed, and hopefully that's not a trend. But um, if somebody else doesn't come on, that's that's just what it is. But I, otherwise, I mean, yeah, the defense wasn't bad, but they still held Gladbach to one goal, which I think is a pretty good. You should still be able to win a game with uh, with with one goal against a team like this. Uh, yeah, another tie. Um, I'm kind of frustrated. We had our chances. Um, you know, it's good to see Pasencia come in. Um, I was hoping Jovic would have some magic, but I, hope, I mean, I think that the machine of Rebic, Aller, and Jovic are not going to get their chance until, unfortunately, um, they might start this next game or Hoffenheim. I don't know how this, how Hutter's going to play this. Yeah, well, I mean. It's an interesting situation to be in. So we've had our draw with Shakhtar Donetsk, and we've had a win and mm. four draws in the Bundesliga in our last five for league matches. So not a two. Not look. Okay. So we're greedy. You know, we're Eintracht Frankfurt. We're the diva on mine. You know, the moody. At diva. this stage of the game, we have to be greedy. As as <laughs> we want more, we keep yeah. winning. Exactly. You know. Why win the Pokal 
if you're not going to want to have a little bit more after that. Yay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure some other folks have uh, some opinions on the fact that Eintracht Frankfurt has been able to in their first five matches in the Bundesliga since the start of the Rook Runde. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, five matches, still unbeaten. That's still uh, seven points uh, garnered from those five. But that's not, you know, a high-end European flying team. No. In terms of where, and we now find ourselves a little bit looking on the outside when it comes to the Bundesliga. Yeah, we got a few questions from the from the field about where we're sitting today. Let's, let's get started. Yeah, yeah. Chris uh, Monroe on Twitter um, at sgt Detroit Chris. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was talking about the the rough five match stretch with no losses, the tough five match stretch with no losses, um, and why why we should be thrilled, but how we're expecting more and okay we got a lot of the same things from a uh from sakul naj <laughs> and uh as of course mark Crammerdap and drew gentry kind of spoke all the same similar things that we're all just kind of frustrated about where we are drew said that we have the pieces for a maybach but we have we built a dodge stratus instead <laughs> which i think uh we just need a little bit of tuning, perhaps uh, get some new blood in there, like Paciencia, to to kickstart the octane in this in the Buffaloes. Um, yeah, I I'm, I'm frustrated about where we are. I could blather on. I have I have to some degree argued with people about how we should be in a higher place. Look, we played a lot of teams that are Champions League, Europa League quality teams, and we came away with a draw, but damn it, we should have at least, I mean, we could have won almost every one of those games. That's that's just how it is. So, I, you know, the likes of Hutter and his coaching staff are frustrated without maybe perhaps um, outwardly talking that way with the public, but fuck, <laughs> we should we should have more points than, than, um, than, than what we had to start the, the Rook Runda. I totally agree, because... Let's face it, if we want to look at it from a match-by-match basis, Eintracht Frankfurt took the lead in this match. And this is a match that we are hosting. It was at the end of the first half when DaCosta put that uh, rather clumsy-looking ball into the back of the net. (laughs) Eintracht should have gone from there, not looking to, Mm -hmm. you know, just preserve the 1-0 lead, but looking to get that second goal that would then kill the match off, you know? Let's take a look at uh, our other draws. Okay, Leipzig uh, Leipzig aside, I would say that the draw with Leipzig on the road, definitely uh, noteworthy. That draw with Bruce Dortmund looks worse and worse. Mm-hmm. As, you know, I mean, good lord. Well, okay. Uh, they did earlier today, as we record on a Monday evening, they did have a nil-nil draw at Nuremberg. At least we scored in ours. For the no love shit. of God. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we are... They're struggling. To, yeah. The, well, Nuremberg and Dusseldorf... Uh, not Dusseldorf. Uh, Borussia Dortmund both. Uh, definitely not... The one guy who basically showed up in that game, uh, in case anyone had no idea, was the goalkeeper from Nuremberg. He kind of stood on his head, to use a hockey reference. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you look at 
the Eintracht Frankfurt versus Werder Bremen game. I mean, that was really, uh, you know, a toe-to-toe, just all-out slugfest that wasn't entertaining to watch. And the fact that we we could have gotten the three points there. Okay, so we didn't. You know, we still got a well-deserved uh, draw on the road against a team that does like to play an attacking style. But I mm-hmm. think that in that match and against Dortmund, those were... And, and against Mutten Gladbach that we have dropped a grand total of six points in that yeah. meantime. Those six points right now would put us pretty well and clear into the Bundesliga stratosphere. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, uh, that would put us on 40 points. We still would be in fifth. No, excuse me, because getting points, uh, that would have like catapulted us way above, and we actually would be in fourth as the way that results would turn and the Bundesliga title race would actually be just one point, not three points <laughs> difference. Uh, cause you know, so hey, who, who knows? Who knows if we were on 40 points and Dortmund on 49, I would not say that the title race is over and that we should just say, fuck it and just go completely for broke and just, well, not, not sacrifice in the Europe league. Cause Hey, it needs to. Europe does not come around every single year, but the fact yeah. is, we have not uh, pulled off the results that we should have. Yeah, and this is just another one where you're just left scratching your head. Only this time we took the lead in each of those matches that we've got had uh, draws where we have uh, scored goals in. Um, we have actually been the one who is having to come from behind. So. In a better spot, to needless to say, but for me, it just screams that you know everything is not fully functioning as they should. I'm yeah. wondering if this Jovic uh, transfer drama saga has crept into his head. Wonder if that's gotten into Alea, who's had you know transfer rumors. Even going him just going to Dortmund, you know, swirling around. Uh, Ravich is kind of tailed off but you know he's buddy yep. buddy with these guys needless to say and and the team's hyping him at this point yeah. Hutter is talking about how healthy he is and he is playing that way he's just not scoring goals he seems to be like oh god out he of was bottle. so infuriating against yeah. Donetsk you were just like oh for the love of god just put it in the back of the net yeah it's not that hard but then again <laughs> I wasn't in that cold and it wasn't that yeah. cold in Kansas City so so i mean (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's cold as hell here too but you guys got more snow than us um yeah yeah, so i other than the the three like is there anything else like i'm kind of bringing up mark's the the end of mark's question like uh, um like what do you other changes do you think need to be made or is it just um everyone hitting us you know a slump at the same time I do, do think you, what, it is a slump. I yeah. think that Indica has kind of hit his own slump at present. Perhaps it is time to bring in Fallette, uh to play alongside Hasebe and Hinterreger. I think that that will kind of be able to balance things Something out Something needs to change like that, yeah. He's a young kid, like he might need some sitting time. did well against Donetsk, but the thing is now... He's going to be a little bit gassed, and I think the best yeah. way to utilize him at this present time, and yes, we're going to have to put Wilms in the uh, in a center midfield position. I think, honestly, uh, we need to save Gatsinovich, uh for the bench 
when it does yeah. come to Donetsk, because we're going to need someone with legs to just run at those guys. And, you know, Rabich has also got some deathly, just deadly speed. We need someone deadly speed to be coming off the bench. And honestly, against Donetsk, with Hanover Zexunnoinchish on the periphery, right <laughs> after Shakhtar, well... Kind of have to go for broke against Donetsk in terms of being able to get a win because, you know, uh, a 1-1 draw will help us, but a 2-2 draw, pff, we're going to extra time, folks. You know, there's another round yep. uh, round and a half still yet to be played, and then you got penalties, and that's an absolute crapshoot. It's it's like in baseball for American listeners, it's like the... The wild, the wild card playing game. You know for a fact that that guy, that team is then going to go toe to toe against one of the best, the best team, you know, in the entire American or National League, and they'll be able to usually ride that momentum into oh, yeah. pro- progressing on, uh, such as my own hometown team did in uh, 2014. But anyways, I think that same could be said for a Pokal game too. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> There's some momentum there for those, yeah, you know, look, mid-tier mid. We're this is a gauntlet that we are facing right now. Mm. We have just had like good team after good team. In addition to yeah. you know playing multiple matches per week, we're we basically in our last four Bundesliga matches we faced Werder Bremen, a team that has been wanting to chase into the European places, and they have they do have a good. Uh, kind of roster fold, filled with talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dortmund obviously at the top of the Bundesliga table for a reason. Leipzig yep. at has been in the top four basically all season long, along with Borussia Mönchengladbach. We are just getting catching everyone at the same exact time. Don't be yep. that that worried because we have dropped into seventh because we have Hanover followed by Hoffenheim at home. Followed by Dusseldorf on the road. Uh, I don't care what anyone thinks in the fact that they have gotten results of late. We can still punch them in the mouth and they will collapse. And then you have Nuremberg and Stuttgart at home. Schalke away. (laughs) Augsburg at home. And then you're in mid-April. Yeah. If you... You And then you got got a few big big matches right there. Yeah. You're going to be, you know, going downhill at full pelt if results yeah. go as the way we think. That means Wolfsburg will be pe- uh, peeing down their legs. Hertha will do the same. Leverkusen, Eintracht, seems a tasty match. Uh, come to the end of May. And then you got Mainz, home finale. And then we can play Bayern and hopefully make sure that they don't win the league. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. needless to say, it, this... I- the Hanover game, I mean, just to bring it back up to top, I mean, it, it's Hanover, so they're not going to be that great. But it, it, what makes it some, you know, mental chess right now is who do we play on Thursday? And and as a result, who do we play on Sunday, which might make Hanover just that much more difficult to deal with for 60, 60 70 minutes, you know? So... Um, it's, it's, it's a little, yeah, like you said, who do we, who, you don't want to put a Gacinovich in the Shakhtar's match with, you know, to, to try and run a defensive 
uh, midfield at all. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to get interesting. Indeed. Indeed. So that all being said, we'll kind of wrap up this part before we go a little bit deeper into the Shakhtar Donetsk uh, rematch as it should be kind of stipulated. So it's time to break this thing up into hashtag what are we drinking? Nathan, you go first. Well, um, I work for a company that won't be named, um, but uh, (laughs) that company is now getting into cold brew coffee like... um, like they've finally decided that 2015 came around and so they're going to do that. Um, and so that's what I'm drinking right now, which you might have noticed I'm caffeinated. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that will work. That will work. Well, hey, what you got? You got you got you got to stay. You got to find ways to stay uh, alive and motivated yeah. when you're in Orlando at yeah. <laughs> a, at a work conference surrounded yeah. by uh you know family like one of the family destinations in the entire world just saying yeah yeah no i'm still kicking myself like if i'm a huge harry potter fan and i won't i won't be embarrassed by that um but there's no fucking like two hour pass to go in that place so i can get myself a goddamn butterbeer that's all i want that's all i want it's a fucking (laughs) butterbeer i want to go to hogsmeade i want to i want to go got have a stupid butterbeer and then leave. <laughs> Someone but no. get this man a butterbeer, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, Anyways, I wish I was drinking a butterbeer. What are you drinking else. there, Brian? Um, I'm staying with uh, Missouri uh, craft soda. <laughs> uh, Fitz's uh, authentic root beer. Uh, trying it out. It is yum. So if you have a chance and you happen to enjoy a craft soda for every now and then, it is a St. Louis craft uh, soda company, not too far away from you, Nathan. Nope. Uh, the root beer, pretty doggone good stuff. Yeah. So, that being said, let's break, let's crack this open and prost. Prost. Time to talk about Eintracht versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Because 2-2 <sighs> draw. It's not over yet, folks. Second half. This is it. Yeah, yes. Uh, it is. Play big indeed. or go home. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, okay, so in case anyone had forgotten, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt 2, Shakhtar Donetsk 2. It was cold in the Ukraine. And... It's noticeably based on the kind of the way that fans were dressing in the stadium at the Colmitz Bank Arena. Uh, it looks like it is noticeably warmer in Germany, so there's all that to the good. But uh, Sergei Kristoff uh, earned himself a yellow card in the 76th minute uh, due to his two yellow cards that he earned during the group stage of the Champions League. Uh, he has to sit out one match, so uh, that is a central defender that will not be playing for Shakhtar, so it's going to be uh, kind of a lot of changes going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Payatov, the goalkeeper, I highly doubt that he's going to be taken out of the squad, but 
Uh, Stepanenko, yeah. one of the players who's basically been a constant in the middle of the pitch for Chektar is going to be out because of his two yellow cards that resulted in a red. <sighs> yeah. Well, those two guys aside, getting kind of uh, excited, kind of nervous <laughs> because, look, we were in much the same kind of situation when we played against FC Porto uh, what was this? Uh, six years ago now. Seems mm-hmm. about right. And uh, Eintracht didn't come away with it. If I have to kind of pick out what Eintracht will have to be, and this is kind of where we're going to get into a lot of speculation in this, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking what is going to happen is Rebic and Alea and Jovic will all three be put into play. I think that they are going to want that'd be my guess too. All three of the Buffaloes try and get them together to get them all firing as one and which I think will uh turn out to be a good move on the part of Arihuta which yeah. will uh, in consequence also mean that they get the ball rolling and Hanover will pee down their legs cuz they're going to get run off, they're going to be hit by a freight train but that's on sunday we're talking about thursday so ways to watch uh this one before we kind of get a little bit more into the kind of tactical nuances of everything so be our live so bleacher report uh, as part of turner sports who acquired the uh uefa rights to the champions league to the Europa League and to the UEFA Super Cup, which you know it's just one a one-off match, so it's kind of not exactly as big of a deal in terms of uh, ratings, uh, Jolter. So, <laughs> all right, so no TV uh, unless you uh, just our match did not get selected for any of the various uh, Spanish language channels in the United States that are showing mm-hmm. the Champions League and Europa League. Sucks, yeah. but you know. We'll be showing the round of 16 because we're going to move on. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, kind of, ooh, kind of let the bag, uh, kind of let the cat out of the bag on that one. That being <laughs> said, um, for me, I'm uh, going to be all I need to do. Get yourself, uh, it costs $3 unless you have the, have signed up to the streaming services. Uh, Keep feeding the meter. <laughs> yeah. Basically, like, feed the meter. Yeah. So you get unlimited plays on it. I know that I'm basically providing free advertising to these guys, but when you have limited options available, well, you do yeah. what you got to do. So, as much as the Monopoly live. needs a free advertising. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. All right. That being said, let's kind of dive into this. So, two players not going to be on the, uh, on the field for. Donetsk. I like the fact that these guys are kind of basically uh, players who are not going to participate in this one are from their spine of the team. I think mm-hmm. that that's going to be something we'll be able to exploit in the middle of the pitch. It's just going to be a matter of are we going to put it all together? Because I think it's going to be a tough one. I think it's really going to come down to the wire on this one. Wire Eintracht will come through. So what I'm expecting is that all three Buffaloes are going to be out, ready to play. Everybody's kind of falling in behind Jovic and Alea, who will be up top. Um, hmm. Kostic and Da Costa. Boy, these guys are going to get tired eventually. I just keep on hoping that Timothy Chandler 
is able to come back to at least some sort of match fitness so that he might be able to provide with one, one if not both of those guys with some relief because Da Costa has not had a single minute's rest all season. Yeah. Like, at all. At all. Uh, I think that, now, you kind of talked about how Roda and Fernandez are kind of, you know, up in the air injury-wise, Nathan. Yeah, so... We're going to have to deal with that midfield. Um, I'm, I haven't really heard anything about Fernandez yet, so I'm hoping that he might still be okay to perhaps start that game. But he'll definitely be the wedge that they kind of drive and probably attack physically. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the triumvirate, is what I like to call them, um, Rebic, Allaire, and Jovic, I think that Rebic and Jovic will be up front, and then Allaire is that middle uh, uh, back midfielder type situation. So, um, cause I think that's where he spins gold the most. Um, and I think, I also think that we'll be starting in, in Jika. I don't think we'll be starting Follett in this game. Um, that'll be so. against, uh, yeah. I mean, we, we, they do have a lot of faith in him. They keep putting him in these, these, these matches against, you know, the top, like he's played all of these games against teams that are uh, Europa and Champions League quality, and he's not doing great, but is he, he's at least holding his own. So they have some sort of faith in him, and he's he's nineteen. He's gonna learn. He's gonna get better. So mm-hmm. um, I think we're gonna see him again, and we'll see Follett the against Hanover for a lower quality uh, match that we don't have to have to worry about as much. Hmm, I don't um it's this is a difficult one to 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 get into tactics otherwise I I I think we're going to see a game like um like earlier um who, who I guess I guess against Dortmund is how we 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 started heavily attacking Dortmund right at the beginning of the game hoping to to kind of break the real knockout blow and I think that's what yeah. we we really have to do is I mean don't give them a single chance. Look, if you exactly. win the coin toss, take the freaking ball and shove it right down their throats and make yeah. them gag. Because you score this that goal, team can suddenly pass. they you not only have the way goals in your favor, you they have to then pour the heat on. And guess what? Mm-hmm. That will open them up, and we'll be able to take advantage. And yeah. all three Buffaloes in play will be able to make things work. I think what, unless Rhoda and Fernandez both uh, turn out to be ready, I think what is going to happen, and God, it's going to look weird as hell, but I think Jetro will kind of be more the defensive midfielder kind of role uh, with, uh, I mean, golly, it it seems weird, but yeah, uh, him and De Guzman will kind of have to Guzman, hold yeah. down in the middle of the park. Um, I mean, the Guzman. Okay, so last match, eh, not as well as it could have been. I think what we might have to think about is if Indica uh, in Hinterega and uh, Hasebe are kind of in the, the the defensive three because Abraham is still not there. I think mm-hmm. should Eintracht get that goal for me, uh, should they score a goal by the 60th minute? I am anticipating that the likes of Willems will be swapped out for Marco Rus and that uh, stack the back. 
yeah, Hasebe will move. I don't know if it's going to be Ross or Hasebe who then becomes an old school sweeper. Good hmm. lord, I'm going into some ancient tactics on this, but I have a funny feeling that we are then going to kind of have them almost be a stacked uh, central defender, sweeper, like defensive midfielder kind of role, kind of being able to interchange a uh, real strong spine uh, between the two exceptionally seasoned uh, <laughs> players. I think then if Eintracht does get the goal, that one of the Buffaloes will then go off uh, either uh, Jovic or Alea. And I think that then you'll also see, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll also see Gasinovic uh, kind of pop up in there and we'll be wanting yeah. to use his speed to kind of uh, push things, at least from the attacking part of the midfield, so that it can be that whilst uh, if we do, you know, break because uh, pressure that's coming on from Donetsk because they need the goals to be able to kind of proceed forward, you know that we'll be able to hit them on the counter with speed that will then make them kind of immediately have to shift back and have to use the entire going back and forth across the entire breadth of the pitch that will tire them out a lot more and uh, relief at least some of the pressure that I think is going to be put on Eintracht because that's going to be some heavy stuff. Yeah, we're going (sighs) to need to rely on, I feel like, some some different tactics perhaps that, we haven't relied on, uh, or at least a shift in the probability of what we'll use, like the outlet passes mm. that we that used to see under um, um, that old coaches from who's now Bayern. Uh, Nico, yeah, Nico <laughs> Kovac. You don't want to yeah, say. I was going to say his name. I love that. I, look, I still love the man for what he. I do too. To do. It just sucks but, that he's there. Anyways, yeah, those. I mean, that was a you know quintessential tactic of his those outlet passes and just run and gun Rabich and Gacinovic and the likes um and and those are two fastest players let's be honest yeah. those guys can run and run yeah. and run and we're gonna and cost the DaCosta as well but we're gonna need to 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 set up an imbalance there so they don't really know what we're doing from from each attack to each attack so yeah those those counterattacks will be important but you know um Kostic's uh, and De Guzman's set pieces need to be on point. Um, Kostic, I think, is pretty dialed in on his on his set pieces at this point. So I'm really hoping that he can he can you know pull one off there. Um, yeah. yeah, but we're gonna have to shift tactics back and forth so they don't know where we're coming from. Um, I kind of I kind of want to just leave Kostic uh, up there taking the free kicks. I don't want Rabich uh, or anyone else yeah. kind of mucking around with that. And uh, yeah. for the love of God, someone get the ball to Alejo's head and let him do his thing. Yeah. <laughs> if it's just a flick on, you oh know, up God. in the it, midfield or whatever. It takes. That's all yeah. it takes. But look, something that I can at least say once this match is over is that the likes of Abraham... Torre, they'll become available to the Eintracht in defense. You'll have Chandler coming available. You'll have Toro uh, coming available for the midfield and kind of in a wingback role as well. Yeah, that sounds we great. We've kind of uh, been good with not having too many crazy long-term injuries, and yet we still have other bodies that are just kind of lying around. Yeah. The question of when we... Uh, 
when not if uh we get them to use because i think honestly if i i'll say this if eintracht does move on in the uh knockout phase of the europa league i think that we are throwing out very much more of a reserve side against hanover uh, to kind of give yeah. everyone the rest as opposed to you know still continue to go full throttle because um let's see so the draw would then occur on the 22nd with matches being played on the 7th and the 14th now those matches within hmm. the Bundesliga for Eintracht are going to be right in between Eintracht versus Hoffenheim and Dusseldorf for the leg one and Dusseldorf and the Nuremberg game for leg two it doesn't let then, up no it doesn't and right after the Nuremberg game guess what we go on an international break before we come right back with Stuttgart and then should the Eintracht still be running and gunning, you know, into the quarterfinals. Oh, it's <laughs> going to be some uh, tiring legs out there. But hey, this is this is, these European campaigns is how everyone else develops into a stronger, bigger, more respected squad throughout the rest of Europe. And the Eintracht wants to make its mark. So, Nathan, yeah. time for predictions. What do you got? Um, what I'm seeing for this match is, uh, somewhat of a, um, a, a replay of the Lazio match, the second Lazio match I'm hoping for. That's my, that's my fingers crossed what's going to happen. Mm. Um, so I'm going with a two one. That's what I'm going mm. for. And yeah, it, it's going to be us all guns blazing at the very beginning of this game and, um, one of the three at the front is going to net it. I don't know who. I don't care who. Um, <laughs> a trap could score. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> hey, why not? Give <laughs> Penalty kick has been earned. Alas, it's no, no, no. Uh, tra- I have no idea where that came out. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Kevin, come up here. We must talk about Kevin. I wonder how much... Uh, uh, Brazilian shit talk he's, he's going to be doing in these, these types of matches. <laughs> um, I'd like to think that he would throw some down now that we no yeah. longer have a Brazilian who is in the middle of the pitch uh, to talk shit to mm-hmm. everyone else. Because it should be pointed out, uh, in case anyone was not aware of it, uh, despite the fact that uh, Brazil and Portugal speak the same language of Portuguese, there is such a disconnect between the two countries and has been for so long that they're almost like entirely separate entities, which is way more different than, you know, uh, Spanish spoken in Spain is compared to Spanish spoken in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, e- the unequal, tell, that, equal- tell that to David Embraham. And he was <laughs> talking so much shit about Toro <laughs> and how he speaks Spanish. That was There was a oh. good Christmas uh, video about that. Oh, uh, yeah. It's hilarious. Kind of forgetting that one. I was going to make a reference to French Canadians and uh, people from France, oh, yeah. but, you know, that's, a, that's one that we can easily make over here. So, <laughs> all right. My turn you... for prediction. Yeah, what are you going with? I think that this is going to end in a draw, but it's going to be 1-1, and I think I'm tr- that Shakhtar scores first and the first half and we finally bust through late in the match getting uh the equalizing goal 
And at that time, Donetsk is going to be just running for it, but they have made all their substitutions and are unable to make the kind of tactical switch that they need. And Eintracht will come away with a victory, a little reminiscent of a reverse kind of effect of when we played against Porto and were unable yeah. to punch through. Ugh, that was some. That was a ugly. Uh, that was a horrible, horrible thing to have have happen. And uh, that better taste in my mouth, if you can't tell, is still lingering. But then again, <laughs> you had a three-three draw and then a two-two draw. Ugh, it was basically like you know, it's basically like you're unable to handle spices and someone just grabs your tongue and just dumps a bunch of uh like chili powder straight on it i mean this is just torturous anyways and then and enough enough of weird analogies thank you for listening to this episode of <laughs> i hope that we haven't entertained you as just well drop the guillotine as, as on this as, guy uh, as we have entertained ourselves, needless to say. Uh, this is a format that we love to bring to all listeners. So if you have met with a Bundesliga fan who has not, someone who likes the Bundesliga, has not found themselves a club yet, put them towards the Eintracht way. Because, look, this is a club that's exciting, and there's never a dull moment. And, hey, we can all have a bit of fun. This is a platform that we came out with uh, to allow for fans and uh, we had a couple of people who reached out to us on twitter uh kind of making their own opinions known this is a format for all of us to share yeah. ideas and our opinions because this is a club that we really do care about and if we didn't care about it as well we won't be saying anything about it so that being said wherever you find us on your uh platform of choice uh give us a like give us a review if it needs to have a little bit of criticism throw it our way we'd love to make sure that this program becomes the best it can possibly be nathan where can we find you in the social media landscape uh you can find me on twitter at n-a-j-a-k-w-a you can follow me at k-c-s-g-e the show email is hey on track Frankfurt at gmail.com. The show Twitter handle is at HEF pod. Facebook page is facebook.com slash HEF pod uh, for new news about the Eintracht in English, uh, new little uh, competitions that we'll have from time to time, in addition to uh, new videos and a new episode drops. So, can all be found there just by liking our uh, Facebook page. Once again, that's facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod. So from all of us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, juice. Juice. Hey,